Last time on Good Neighbors. Our heroes kick off their plan to catch the vampire at Petey's party. Dale and Whistler get to the building's basement to set up the trap, while Lucas and Danny head up to survey the party guests. Before too long, Petey catches them in a trap of his own, locking them alongside all the partygoers and staff in a virtual reality game show. Dale and Whistler move to intervene but fumble at the last second. Whistler joins Danny and Lucas in the mysterious dream machine, while Dale is forced to face the vampire alone. From the commercial break here in the Dream Machine, the uh, uh, Desire Management System. I here am your host, Petey, and we just have a new contestant with us. As uh, Petey slows down and part of their body starts to disintegrate and re-catch itself, we see a third podium arise in the uh, on the stage where everyone else is watching, and we see. Uh, uh, it cuts quickly to Lucas, who's on a sign on their podium says $30, and Danny, who on a sign on their podium says $0, and an ass-kicking. Uh, a third podium arises uh, with the name Whistler, and we see uh, uh, Whistler, you in your mortal form, start to build in its place. No drone, sorry. When you say mortal... Do you mean like as in life or just like their humanoid spectral kind of their form? humanoid form, yeah. Okay. So they're I think immediately kind of cower uh and try to look away from Danny and especially Lucas because they're visibly mutated with the fungi after their last scrap with Petey. And, what does that uh, look like? Uh their giant floppy hat. Uh, is now so sort of overtaken with mushroom that it looks like the head of a giant mushroom with like gills on the underside. They have uh, like a big patch of sort of pulsating mass like right over uh, like their forehead and going along their face. It just kind of have all of these weird little splotches and like crawling veins that kind of look like vines. It's not good. It looks very bad. Dude. The uh, world glitches out again. This white flare uh, uh, happens across the entire screen. The audience disappears. It's just you three and Petey. And a disembodied voice says, Heart rate rising. And it clicks back into the universe. As we see the stage once again, the, the lights flare. Petey shakes themselves and says, <laughs> uh, good, good to have you here. <clears throat> Let's get on with the game, shall we? Oh. What's happening? Oh my god, Danny. Oh. Yeah. Man. Hey, Whistler. Um y- you're you got a little something on don't, your I, I don't want to talk I don't want I don't want to okay. I don't want to talk about it. Can uh, uh, Lucas, you should help. You should help Danny. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? I just want to let you know. 
Well, there's no healing in the dream machine. Question. There's a a, a big flare, a blank time, uh, and this like clapper clicks. Time is up, and uh, we see you in like a uh, uh, like in a little interview room, sitting across from Petey's headless body. Uh, how can I help you, son? Uh, are we acting as a t- the three of us as a team or adversaries in this? Have you ever seen uh, Jeopardy? Yeah. Does that a team sport? No. It's like that. It's like Jeopardy, but really, really personal. So what happens if somebody loses? We'll see. Time in. Uh, you returned to the, uh, uh, the the central stadium. Alrighty. Ah, well, we did just ask uh, uh, Lucas and Danny a question. And Lucas, congratulations on your $30. And Danny, congratulations on your ass whooping. <laughs> Alrighty. Our new contestant, Whistler. Hello. We have another question for you. Or your first question. Very, very sorry. <laughs> to gain back your sense of taste, what's the name of the boy you haunted? His name was Wyatt. Whoa! Hey, Wyatt, hey! Can we get that last name real quick? Because you could be lying. His name was Wyatt Herring. Wyatt Herring. Is that right? That's correct. I was going to have you roll, but it doesn't matter. You answered the question. Look at that. And there's a... Daily duplicate knockoff, TM. To gain back your sense of smell, look him in the eye and convince him that you did it because you're a monster. And all of the cameras focus in on you. Like, uh, there's a moment where uh, PD is like, zoom in on three. And it closes in on you. And we see that one uh, person from before uh, that briefly, when you revealed this in your unstable magic backlash from before, who was just watching the TV and saw you for the first time and was amazed because they fully remembered you from their youth. What does Wyatt currently look like? I think Wyatt, uh, how old would he be now? If he oh, was... like, like 40 something. Yeah. I, I think that he is a, uh, fairly like tall, african-american man in like a sweater with like tired eyes and really well-worn shoes i think that he ended up having like a like a decent job like work for the postal service or something uh he's, i guess he still is now he's in his 40s uh but yeah. there's definitely been some like lingering trauma that he could never kind of nip in the bud correctly and no one would ever believe him yeah. And he's sitting there on his uh, on his uh, reclining chair watching the TV, and he's watching like CSI Miami or some bullshit. And it, the camera or the the TV statics out and closes in on your face as he sees you again. This figure that has that dominated his childhood and no one ever understood was real is now looking you in the eyes as you look him in the eyes. What do you do? Can I read a bad situation? Yeah, I mean, sure. I'd like that. 
Oh, thank God. It's a full success. Sure. What do you want? Can I do... What's the best way to protect the victims? The victims being, like, us? Uh, I think, you guys. I... Yeah. I, I think that Whistler sure. is wondering, like, is the, the play here to actually play his game, or do we have to turn it on its head? So, um... At present, you know, you can tell something is wrong with the system itself. That it's it's not perfect, and he's he's nervous about that. He's also nervous that you're here. So something is wrong with the system. So if you can play long enough that he doesn't kill you, that you can figure out how to, like, tap into that, great. Wow. But until you know exactly how to do that, I think there's no good idea. Mm -hmm. If you, like, just try to uh, avoid it or whatever... He's going to punish you for sure. Yeah, looking at Danny, I feel like that's pretty evident. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. I don't want to just ask what's my best way out. That is not interesting. Uh, can I say what's, yeah. most, what's most vulnerable to me? Maybe in terms of PD, like how to not combat him because he's godly, but how to like get under his skin. Uh, I, I think what hits you really, really fast because you're very attuned to the environment around you, that he is exhausted. That his this whole system takes a fuck ton of power, and he was banking at being on being full juice at the time of this running. Had you not fought him prior to this point, this would have been a way different game. He would have been. He's now just playing basically a Jeopardy game with you. Is the extent of what he can do. Can I uh, hold my other question? Sure, but it should be relevant to this general thing here. Yeah, to just sort of the basic setup of the game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Um, I think that Whistler initially like like a kicked dog kind of hides behind the podium as best they can. Uh, and then eventually slowly kind of pull themselves up behind it and, like, look into the screen at Wyatt. I am so sorry that this is happening to you right now. I'm sure that... See Wyatt pull closer to the TV. You're... I, I want to tell you that you're just hallucinating, um, or that you fell asleep, or that you need a new medication, um, but that's not true. And you shouldn't take pills that you don't need. I, I'm... I'm so sorry. Lee, is there... Would Lucas know of, like, an online database that exists to explain the supernatural pe to people? Something like Dark Web? I think... Yeah, tell me about Lewis Steele's program to help bring people into the future. Alright, so there is the Flint and Steel database... Anyone who accesses it, IP address is instantly sent to Lewis. Yeah. Uh, Lewis then uh, verifies, is this some supernatural people trying to get at the new folks? Or is that 
somebody who's actually looking for information who maybe saw a ghost or something. Someone who needs help, yeah. Yes. And it immediately brings you to a chat window with someone who Lewis has employed using some of uh, the seed money given by a certain author who will kind of talk them through welcome to the supernatural. And yeah. it is it is so bulletproof that Lucas has had tried getting like to access it without his IP being known and couldn't. Fuck yeah. And I think while Whistler is giving this confession, Lucas just yells the way to access the Flint and Steel database over the audio. Lucas, um, go ahead and give me an act under pressure. Ten. Here's the thing. Is that the second you start doing this, Petey will cut your audio. How do you get past it? Are these, uh... They're, they're like Jeopardy panel uh, podiums we're standing on, right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Everything in here is incredibly unoriginal. Everything is a clear knockoff of some game show thing. He is incapable of making anything on his own. They usually have tablets on them for writing answers. Okay. Lucas would like to access that tablet which is connected to the podium, which is most likely connected to the building's network or whatever, if it's going, if, if they're just borrowing ideas. Mm -hmm. I would like to use that to hack the camera so that address, that information is just flashing underneath uh, Whistler's image. Yeah, like a like a uh, what's the word? Yes. Emergency services announcement. Yes, like starts playing underneath it, like the ticker. Yeah, I love that. And we see uh, uh, Wyatt holding the TV. He's gotten right up against it as he's reading this and listening to Whistler speak. Whistler, what do you say? I, I think I want to use my other question, okay. and I want to ask how what's the best way to protect the victims. But the victim being Wyatt. Like, what does he need to hear? Oof, dude. Uh, this guy has been plagued to the idea that something has been wrong with him since he was a child. Because everybody he's ever trusted told him that something is wrong. And right now he's about to achieve total validation for just himself in front of no one else. And is either going to... And like, for his own sanity, he would love to hear that it's real. It's just that it also means that he will probably start pursuing the supernatural. So if the question is, how do you protect him, his physical safety? Lie. Yeah. How to protect his like mental health and, and sense of self and identity? Tell him the truth. Yeah. Okay. What do you say? Wyatt, this is, this is Nico. My name's not Nico, that was a character. 
my name is Whistler, and I didn't look like this when I knew you. But make no mistake, I'm a monster, and you are a perfectly rational, innocent, beautiful human being. I have been not dead, but not alive for a long time, and it gets really boring and alienating and it's not an excuse but I started playing games with people. I play acted a lot. I made characters and would invade people's lives for any period of time. Never maliciously but definitely without consideration and I wouldn't leave when I thought that the time was right for them, I would leave when I got tired of playing. Wyatt, I treated you like a toy, and I am so sorry, and you'd never have to forgive me. Um, but, uh, please, just don't take your medication, live your life, don't go looking for anything else. Like this. Like me. You see on the TV screen into his face, his eyes are so red. Tears are leaking down his face as his mouth is wide open. We see that the TV screen he's holding at the edge of it, it's cracking as his whole life is turning back to right. And he falls to the ground onto his hands and knees and can't stop sobbing. And Whistler, the first thing you smell when you regain your sense of smell oh, wow. is his sweat from the stress he is feeling right now. What's the last couple words you say? I don't want you to live afraid and I don't want you to be afraid of dying any more than a person normally is I'm what I am won't happen to you I promise goodbye the TV cuts out on his end as we pan away from him falling to the floor in a fetal position sobbing longer and longer Well, that was uh, much sadder than I was hoping. What, 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 <clears throat> what could you possibly be expecting? How did you think that was going to be entertaining for anyone? All right, next question. <laughs> <clears throat> and from the empty space on his head, blood starts to leak out. <laughs> Danny. <laughs> hey, I have a question for you. Yeah, what's up, dude? You know, you're not looking so good. Likewise, muchacho. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, that, was, that was quite the scrap you put on. They give you a clap on the back as a little bit of blood comes out of your mouth. Oh, God. Okay. So, uh, they, they touch you. There is this, like, 
on the screen behind you, a bunch of lines, like Matrix style of zeros and ones, it snaps back, and they go, huh. Uh, that's, um. Having a little trouble? They, they, uh, turn red briefly. There, there's a saying that people say on the, the pier, South Beach. They say, shoot Luke or give up the gun. Let's do this. Ah, <sighs> uh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, what would you do if you found out that Santa Claus, after centuries of murdering scores of people, was now a pretty decent guy? Would you still kill him? In every regard, a good person now. I mean, that's that's like a really deep sort of ethical question of like I don't believe oh, yeah. in re- I don't believe in redemption but I do believe in atonement but can you f- truly atone if like yeah centuries of murder people for a really long time I, I don't know Mr. TV head man uh, I-, I truly don't understand what's happening right now and I don't think I'd I'd have to like smoke a lot of weed and really think on that. It's never, it's never been a consideration, you know. <laughs> and like, well, you know, I bet I'm, that Petey here could just manifest some marijuana for you, right? They're the master of this realm and everything. That the crowd looks quite deeply at this. Like they they all lean forward. Like really. And uh, PD turns around and is like, yeah! And they snap their fingers and produce a bowl. And it looks like uh, part of their, like their pinky disappears in the process. Oh, dude, I don't smoke bowls, man. I only do blunts. Can you get me a blunt? We're going to have to make do. Oh, no, dude. That's like... <coughs> I... I've never smoked a bowl before in my fucking life. What what do I look like? Probably even another person, because there's no way the crowd believes that. Uh, what what am I rolling? Roll manipulated person. Uh, <laughs> the there's no fun. universe in which the crowd thinks you, Danny Morris, have never smoked a bowl. Alright, it's dark in here. Let's yeah. pull them in. I can the light. smell now. I can smell All right, <laughs> the that's, very that's a nine. It's a nine. You gotta do something to prove that that is true. So give me your best fake. Prove it. Uh, shit. I think maybe I just like open up uh, like a secret pocket in my Hawaiian shirt. And I pull out like a bunch of rolling paper, and I'm just like, dude, like, look at all this rolling paper. You think I fucking smoked once? All right, so roll it in that. Petey says as they hand you the weed. Oh, you're gonna make me roll it, dude. You already fucked me up. Let's show really... off the great technique. The camera switches, and it looks like we're on an episode of Master Chef. It's uh, <laughs> like a table and a bunch of different accoutrements. And you're the you're in like a chef's outfit with like knives and stuff, and there's weed and rolling paper in front of you. I'll take this as a win. I still made him change the set. I'm making. Oh yeah, absolutely. Again, exhausting more of his clearly finite power. 
Yeah. Dang, honey. ABC family has changed these days. <laughs> Watching Danny roll blunts is like watching that that curly haired fuck paint paintings um like it is like watching mr rogers play with puppets like it, it's it like is vaguely like watching, therapeutic it is it is like watching jim henson create the universe like it is it is just beautiful <laughs> like it is it is high art Da Vinci painting the the Sistine Chapel levels of just a master at their craft. He he rolls just like <laughs> an infinite amount of blunts, uh, and I don't think Danny like ever goes to smoke. Like Danny just keeps rolling blunts. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a long pause where everyone's just kind of watching <laughs> in awe. <laughs> They're all just like, we could be doing the death game right now, but. <laughs> Look at oh, this. dude, the famed double dragon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that looks like a pretzel. Like <laughs> The octopus. Yeah. I think it looks like a squirrel. No, I think it looks like a flower. And that's the famous Rorschach blunt. Okay. <laughs> talk about, talk about uh, tonal whiplash. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Great little palate cleanser. Uh, as, again, you, you sap some of Petey's strength. I think we're going to uh, cut away here as uh, Petey says, wow, I'm actually, I'm going to do nothing about that. That was, that's good TV. <laughs> uh, we'll be back after commercial break. Dude, thank you. Yeah, our game recognized game. Art is art. I do love it. <laughs> and we, we the, the camera switches that to a quick commercial break. PD supports the legalization of uh, weed purely to cut a profit on it. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. For that reason, that reason alone. <laughs> Tax it and give the money to the police. Yeah. Oh, it's a dark world we live in. Uh, let's go to a funnier but darker one. <laughs> Dale, you alone are on the top floor, surrounded by security and unmoving. Quantumly entangled victims sitting in this strange blue film with VR headsets on trapping them in that other world. We see a drone crash to the ground as the spirit inside is sucked out. And we see a pantsuit wearing, bespectacled, kind of mousy woman who has been masquerading as the assistant to a really obnoxious tech bro and we spent almost zero time with <laughs> because uh, we've been doing other stuff has just smacked that drone out of the air and she whirls around and looks at you uh, who has clearly seen her jump 15 to 20 feet in the air and you are surrounded by security in an elevator that you're coming out of or you're coming out of the stairway yeah. yeah what do you do I think Dale's gonna look at the security guards and kind of point at where she jumped and be like well there you have it boys the one you're serving in one way or another ain't of the world we are <laughs> <laughs> 
No, you got a couple options here. You can either choose to fight it, choose to fight me, the one who's trying to stop it, do your daddy's a great, great shame, or you can get in that elevator, go all the way to the lobby, and walk out without a fucking scratch. But if you stay, and you serve them, look at all this death around you. I don't know if you know this, but death tends to be a little contagious. Roll me a manipulated person. And very quickly, we flash to that uh, Star Wars comic where Darth Vader says, yeah, uh, I I'm surrounded by fear and dead men. <laughs> Vader down. That was a good comic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the quick uh, quick reference list. Listen to Fourth Times Rewatch. Dale, what did you get? Seven. You have to do something right now to prove you mean it. Um, I think Dale's just gonna fully pull out his service weapon and shoot it at the ceiling. And then point it at the vampire, regardless of whether there's bodyguards in the way. I'll tell you what. On a seven, I'll give you one free engagement with her, where they are debating what to do. And if you lose, they'll fight you and join the winning side. And if you win... They'll leave. Huh. I was kind of hoping to talk to her for a little bit, but I'll go for it. If, if they ain't Honestly. moving, I'll, if they're trying to call I mean, my bluff. I still talk to her after the fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dale will take a shot. As many as actually he can. Yeah, for sure. I think as you start unloading, they all start to kind of back up and wait to see what happens as Penny, uh, more feral and hunched, starts uh, sprinting for towards you. And remember, she's a vampo, so she's yeah. super fast. So, it is a 9 minus 1 from the leg is going to bring it to an 8. Ooh. Mmm. Okay. Uh, you kick each other's ass. Uh, how much harm does your service revolver do? Uh, two harm close loud. Okay. Uh, you take... Uh, uh, three harm life drain as she places her hand on your chest and you feel yourself uh, like we we as the audience see in a sort of cartoon fashion electricity from your brain leave your body and go into her arm uh, it's still uh, slowed by armor mm -hmm. so uh, it only I think does one to you uh, However, well I gave my it, it, I gave my flak jacket to or my flak vest to Danny, so I only have one armor right now. Okay, so I just two. So she deals a total of two actual harm to you. Mm -hmm. We see the bullet wounds that you have left behind shut as she restores her own life force through your body. And I think the crowd here sticks around. All right. What's what's your plan here, man? Um, what would it be to call uh, Jerry? What kind of action would that require? <laughs> I think you can just do it. I think you probably can have like a mm -hmm. like a you know a phone or a call watch that you can use to give him a contact here. All right, Dale's going to as she's like up close to him. He's going to try to call Danny as he holsters his weapon, and 
he's going to pull out the hammer and stake that uh, Danny gave him. Mm-hmm. He's going to try to stake her to himself so that she can't go. Ooh. Okay. Oh, I love that. Fucking wild. Um. Yeah, uh, I imagine this is uh, kick some ass. If you can get put them where you want them, I'll give it to you. That's kind of what I was hoping. I was hoping to also go with her somewhere, but if we can work in increments. Oh yeah, I think this is going to be a protracted engagement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's because it's you v Vampo alone. Yeah, that's an eight, but I will use a luck. <laughs> okay. Uh, go ahead and give me your total list of setup here. What, what's happening? What's the? Can you remind me what the the mountain stake does, Danny? I had tried to write it down, but three harm, intimate, slow, wooden. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll go ahead and give it to you. You land this beautiful uh, stake through her uh, her chest. Where do you? What do you? Where do you take her? Dale is going to try to run her back. I think as he was shooting at her, a few bullets missed and uh, compromised the glass. So he's going to try to just run her straight for the window. Okay. As he jumps out, he's going to go, All right, Jerry, meet me on the 10th floor. Jerry in the basement playing a game on his phone. What? Oh, yeah! I'll be right there! Uh... My plan what? is to yeah. do something beyond human limitations to fill up his lungs with enough air to blast him a little bit backwards and back through another window. Mmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me uh, use magic. That's going to be another luck point. Ooh, what did you get? Out of curiosity. Five. <laughs> oh, oh, you are burning through like what fate has to give you here. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tell me what happens as you perfectly pull this expert move off. I think sort of unknowingly in like staking her to him, the wood that it's made of and the blood mixing is some component that he was totally unaware of and just happened to luck out that this mixing somehow like enhanced his power and attuned him to some spirit that um, allows him to in a moment of need blast back for sure Uh, you've slammed through uh, windows into an empty office Uh, it's you 1v1 with, with Penny now and sure, Jerry Jarbo will be here soon. And uh, I think we see a bunch of people sticking their heads out from above the window and seeing nothing on the ground and being totally confused as to what could have possibly happened. <laughs> That's fair. It's going to be a lot of red tape. Uh, as you are uh, rolling on the ground, uh, you take that same three harm, uh, and we see that her healing from it is slowed. As she yanks this stake out of her chest and says, what do you think you're doing? My fucking job. 
yes! Uh, I think totally we, we close on that uh, as blood leaks out of her chest. That's my uh, boy. Fuck yeah! Holy shit! <laughs> Where they may radio.